Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're helping you navigate a variety of sex and love issues. What to do if you can't get past a partner's sexual past? How do you discuss STI concerns with a partner? And advice for a listener who is seriously confused about the female orgasm. All this and more. Thanks for listening. Since I began telling you about the Womanizer, I've received countless messages from listeners telling me how much they love this revolutionary product. I couldn't agree more. I love my Womanizer. We've made a short film about it. Check it out on sexwithemily.com. Unlike traditional vibrators, the Womanizer uses patented pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate your clitoris with waves of air pressure and suction. It has a soft silicone center that you place over your clitoris, just like your partner might use their mouth. Its multiple settings make it easy to find the exact amount of pressure that's right for you. The sensation is so intense that many users found they can reach orgasm in one minute, a 60-second orgasm. Well, somehow, Womanizer's engineers have found a way to improve upon the original model. The latest versions, the W500 Pro and Deluxe, are smaller and quieter than ever before. There's now eight settings and a new ergonomic design that will really help you find your sweet spot. So, come on, there's really no excuse anymore. It's time to get your own Womanizer. You can see all the amazing Womanizer models at womanizershop.com or by clicking on the Womanizer banner on my website. Check it out now. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, just check out sexwithemily.com. Subscribe to our podcast, so friggin' easy, and follow us on all of the social media stuff that we're doing because it's good time. Oh, and now you can listen to my show on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Sweet. Because all those places are happening too. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, Shop with Emily. New little button on my site. I've got uh-huh. a store. All these years I've wanted a store because I always talk about toys and I'm like, and products, and then just, these are the ones I love, curated by me. Do you know how many womanizers you probably sold? <laughs> like a billion. Oh my God. It was the m- number would... one search term on my site for like months because yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a pretty amazing toy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. The clit uh, whisperer is what I, we call it. I wish it. you got royalties off that. Me too, dude. Oh. Because we'd be doing this from your mansion right now. I know dude when's the mansion come in <laughs> i don't know i got a little guest house it's on the way <laughs> um but the womanizer yeah that's it's funny but we did a video we've it okay so we have a youtube channel and we are putting more on the youtube channel and we did a really funny video called the clit whisperer where i'm not gonna tell you what happens but it has to do with the womanizer and it's freaking hilarious because Lori makes killer videos Lori and jamie work with me and you should check that stuff out all right so that's youtube.com slash sex with emily i believe so yes and there's right. a link on my site too for all that stuff and we've having some great shows lately recently oral sex hangups and office obsessions so we talk about what to do when you want to like bang your boss if you got hang-ups around oral sex that was a fun show but now i'm here with menace hello hi how are you i'm so good nice to see you you see me i see you um i was gonna tell you that 
I was uh, thinking about you. Oh. I always think about you. Sweet. No, I wasn't thinking about you. But no, you have to tell you, I was thinking about you. But you know how I was telling you that I've been listening to shows lately? Uh Uh-huh. And it's interesting because I, I admitted a few shows ago that I was like, I don't... I don't often listen to the shows. Like I know that I record them. I know you guys all like them and they're helpful, but I'm not like sitting and listening because I love other podcasts. I love listening to radio. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of free time, but it's interesting listening back because you often don't remember what's happening. And um, I was thinking about that a lot of what we talk about is, what would you say? What we talk about? On the show. You and I? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I try to talk about what's going on in your personal life sexually Right. And then the advice know. we give mostly is around what, though? Uh, the advice, I mean, you're always pushing to have guys go down on women. <laughs> um, that that's too. like I knew one of your is- campaigns. Um, pussy, b- pussy, pussy, um, <laughs> putting uh, sex toys. You're pushing some sex toys. No. Right. And okay, we talk that. about communication a lot. You're not getting communication anywhere. or the is the lubrication. Yeah, you're hilarious. You know what you're reminding me of right now? Menace is so tired is the drunk show. Yes. When I was like, Menace, you do the opening, like which I've said five thousand times. You're mm-hmm. listening to sex only and, and and you can do oh, it. No, I I don't pay attention. I tune out on I know. That. Um, but the thing is, I mean, yeah, I mean there's three major things. Uh if your guy's not going down on you, then screw him. No, teach <laughs> um, Get yourself a womanizer and <laughs> communication is a lubrication. Right. Those are the three main things. Oh, and your kegels. And kegels. Don't forget to do your kegels. Kegel camp is an iPhone app I have that I yeah. love. I personally, everyone loves mm-hmm. it. It's because you got to do kegels because then you get kegels mm-hmm. of steel and then you have orgasms of explosion. Yeah. Um, and but- get a butt plug. God, you just encapped me. See? Thanks for listening. We're out. Menace summed it up. He's out. Yo, bro. <laughs> see ya. Thanks for coming. Um, however, I was listening to the show and I was thinking about, uh-huh. you know what I was listening to? That funny show we have with the Lady Freaks on? Yeah. Remember Jen um, and Grace were on the show. They were yeah, so funny. Love you them. love them. They I were love, so they're funny. They were so good, yeah. And I was thinking about it and um, Grace was telling a story. That was a great show called, um, oh, Sex with something Lady Freaks. You'll see the mm-hmm. title. They're comedians. They're really funny. But she was saying how she had sex with a friend and then afterwards, she's like, we just actually talked about the sex. And I was like, like a play by play? She's like, yeah, we talked about like what he liked, what I didn't like. And I was like, it's, she's like, and I never had sex with him before. And I thought to myself, because we're always trying to make communication a little easier. But like, mm-hmm. here's a great, I thought about this as I was running and listening. It's like, here's a great like communication hack, if you will, uh-huh. is that talk, I always say like, don't talk about sex in the bedroom. Like if you're having like an issue or you want to try something new, but why not just after be like, God, you could, and I'm not saying every time, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like this, I've done this before as well. And it reminded me that like afterwards, wow, that was hot. Like um, if I'm with a guy, I'd be like, what were you doing there? Like with your fingers? Like I had that killer orgasm, like, wh- or making out, that was really hot. Yeah, so I can tell out. my next partner. Yeah, exactly. But like in the <laughs> moment, even afterwards, just yeah. like saying what you liked. And you know, even if you are in bed and it was like just fun, like playful, like, like in, cause it's really fresh in your mind. You know what just went down and you'd be like, like even if you're like if you're a guy and a lot of guys I know email me their you know questions because you know women we we hear from women too but we talk to our friends about it we've got a lot of places to go men how many of your friends sat down and said menace I'm trying to perform cunnilingus on my friend and I'm not really sure what this chick and not sure what to do no. so that's why a lot of guys so that's just a great sex hack for it if you're with a woman you're like did she come did she not did I like this you could just be like you looked, you know, that was so hot when you were on top of me, riding me. Like, is that, is that, you know, that, does that feel good to you? Because it looked really hot. You know, just like in the moment, it's what happened right after. It's like, 
when you leave a movie mm-hmm. after the movie and because you should never talk during a movie no and you talk about the movie why not talk about the sex it just like is an easier way to do it but again not to bring up issues but just to be like that was fun that was a cool movie you did when you were swinging from the rafters just an idea there so what's up with you menace anything besides um, the fact that you miss me i miss you dearly uh i might get another dog i know you said this yeah working on it that might happen who watches your dog when you go away uh she either goes three places she goes to san francisco if we're leaving town for quite a while she Uh, like take a train what does she do uh we we take her up to san francisco and then pasadena and some local local areas but always with friends and with other dogs okay got it she um, likes playing with the other dogs. That's why I want to get her sister. You think that they're in the day? Then they'll have two people watching you and there's two dogs watching and you have sex. How are you going to handle that? Oh, well, no. See, maybe this dog is going to be You're taking wrong. care. <laughs> You're wrong. They're both going to be care. watching you. It's going to disappear yeah. your sex life. I'm watching your sex no, life die right now. No, no. There goes sex life. No, it's I think cool. you should. You like, you shopping around for dogs. I'm Looking. shopping around for dogs. I, I look for dogs too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Because we it. all have happened. Super busy. Um, I've got some sex in the news today that yes, I, I find, I love new terms, like dating terms, sex mm-hmm. terms. So this is kind of like what's going on in the world here. Yeah. From benching to tuning, a glossary for modern dating. So okay. these are all new terms that have come benching, out. Benching, tuning? Exactly. Like Never go, heard okay. of them. Okay, you've heard of ghosting, right? Yes. So ghosting Which has is sort already of been annoying. in the zeitgeist. Right, because you're kind of over it. Everyone's uh, like, oh, he ghosted. She he ghosted. ghosted. Oh, yeah. Netflix and yeah. chill. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, but Barf, here's the new. Yeah. I, but I thought you might like to hear. Mm-hmm. You okay. could bring this into the Woody show so right. you learn something. Here's the new one. And it was funny because everyone in my office the other day was like, we all talked about benching and we all mm-hmm. heard about it. Because, okay, so benching is a new term and it's not like a new dating trend, but it is a new name. And it's basically just the stringing someone, stringing someone along, like mm. keeping your nets in the water, leading someone on, keeping your options open, like saving some backups for a raining day. You could even yeah. call it like passive ghosting. Oh, so, she's backburning somebody. But it yeah. happens when someone's kind of into you and the mm. person texts you and responds just enough to keep you on the hook. Yeah. So it's, you know, they're still kind of in the round, but they're just doing enough to keep you interested so they might snapchat you they might like do something you know like your instagram mm. but um they just want to keep you on the hook so it's called like you're on the bench yeah but i'm not necessarily gonna do anything but that's you. just backburning that's just a, yeah a but they, people saying. got turns now so here's haunting all right Maybe oh this one is something more thing new. about benching though is i feel like that's what everyone does now when they, even they go like i feel like nobody with digital and this is these are all social media all mm-hmm. have social media involved Nobody really goes away anymore. Like, no, everyone you date, all. it's not even like, oh, I ran into him 10 years later. No, you ran into him five minutes later, like on Facebook or Snapchat or your friend saw him. You know so. where, where he's at, what he's doing. Everything. I'm looking at your eyebrow, by the way, and it looks like it has jizz in it. On really? the other side. That Yeah. Oh. There you go. What is that? Is that some of your lube or is that Oh, you know what jizz? it is? It's a piece of my green nail polish fell off and oh. on my... On my eyebrow. Really? Okay. Yeah. I wish it was jizz. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a better story. Yeah. Than nail chipping. Okay. Um, haunting. Yes. Haunting is when the ghost returns in the form of social media interactions without being in touch with you directly like words. Mm-hmm. It was coined in a tweet by tech insider 
Allison Chantel. Um, they actively like your Facebook posts, Instagram mm-hmm. pictures, view your Snapchat, story, Snapchat stories, give you mixed signals, only conclusion in the form of, well, I guess they're alive. Uh, some have said this is particularly painful, but unlike benching, they don't get in touch with you directly. So they're just liking your photos or uh, whatever. And you're like, we broke up, whatever, you ghosted, mm-hmm. stop it, block them. I don't know, unless you can handle it. Sliding. This is social, have you heard of sliding? No. Okay, me neither. Uh, it's a form of social media flirtation that happens when someone you don't know sends you a personal message on social media, uh, which has happened to mm-hmm. me, didn't know there was a term for it. They slide into your direct messages. Oh, slide into the DMs. Yeah, yeah slide right. into the DMs. It's an action that, while seemingly inoffensive, is usually a little precocious, if not abrupt. Precocious. It, yeah. It usually happens before you've indicated any interest. So you may have been interactively open on, say, Twitter. So tweet each mm-hmm. other, but they mm, slide in with a DM. I get that sometimes. You get that, your DM is just full. I get the DMs. I get the I get the messages on the Instagram and there stuff. There was um, the singer slash model. Her name is uh, Nikki Heaton. There's some video of her doing an interview talking about just people just constantly trying to slide into her DMs and then they put like D pics in there and sh- yeah, shit totally. Like that. You should see my Instagram. I like it says you have 99 plus things. It's uh, like oh no, and I do respond to I don't want to say I do respond to some people, but a lot of times they're just like I love you, it's hot. Um, you're hotter, dick pic. Um, okay, so that's sliding, and I think okay, the next one is tuning. So so sliding is when you think they're gone All or right. they're just flirting with you. Tuning is flirting, usually online, in a way that skirts the possibility of being rejected and may lead to a booty call or text. The person is sending signals in the form of they're all very like closely related, but in the form of Instagram or Facebook likes, text messages and Snapchats. So once there's been a back and forth validating interest like a late night direct message could follow so i've been hearing more about this lately where like my friend was like she's like oh my god this really cute guy that i don't know liked four of my photos like you know uh, in the last week like and then she liked his photos and then they started messaging so i feel like it's kind of flirting online yeah so you're tuning into the person all right uh passive ghosting is the way someone you've matched with on say Tinder or Bumble or Grinder is passive when you message them. You can't really get through to them, though you're supposed to have indicated interest because you like matched mm-hmm. and the replies are like short and brief, but it's never like, let's get together again. Doesn't sound like a real person. A exactly. Bot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's talking, which is like, hey, yeah, how you hanging what? out with this chick? We've been talking. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's just been like, that's forever. been around forever. Like, yeah, you started, yeah, we're not. Instead of saying we're seeing each other, we're talking, which means you're probably mm-hmm. not actually talking, you're texting. Um, so it's kind of a half-assed way of connecting. And that's why I say people, I get it though. No one's going to stop doing this. But um, I get that it's, the, re- the reason why this is all happening, Menace, is because you know that we're all so afraid of rejection and being you know, rejected, not loved, abandoned, that just, it's so innocent. You're behind your phone. You can just slide and tune and text mm-hmm. and whatever, ghost on your phone. <laughs> Never have to get hurt, really. I say take a risk, everyone. It feels good. Do it. Oh, here's some Go. news. I don't know if it's not really a sexual thing, but do you know the average American woman weighs the same amount as the average American man in the 1960s? So we're all getting larger in America. Wow, honestly. I did not know that. So I knew that, that I think it was like 130 pounds. That's what the average American man weighed then. Uh, yeah, in the 60s, but now it's 190. Yeah, 
yeah. way too much processed foods, way too much sugar, corn syrup, corns and everything. There's sugar in everything. It's crazy. In America, yeah, definitely. Processed foods. I know. Just I, eat like real like eggs and steak. Like stick to uh-huh. like good foods. Right. It's, it's true. It's crazy because we... What was the women's weight back then? Uh, that I don't know. Probably be a lot less. Probably like yeah, 100, definitely. 90, 100 pounds. Probably, yeah, yeah. Probably 100 wow. pounds. But the... Yeah, it was crazy when I, I went to Mexico and all the food wasn't like processed or anything like that. It's it was, good, right? Yeah. It's like there's no sugar. You feel crappy after yeah. eating. It's harder to uh, find that, you know, in life. Like you're like so easy just to run across the street and grab like Taco Bell or something. Oh, I'm mm. sorry. You love Taco Bell. I love but. Taco Bell. But the thing is also, it's just... I know we're talking about, but it's... I feel, you know, when I'm actually like working out, eating healthier, I definitely feel that I want to have a lot more sex. It's true. I'm not It's exhausted. absolutely true. And yeah. it, it's when, when you are healthier all around, you're like, what can I eat? Like type of error by I have a low libido. You know, when you are exercising, I mean, it is true. It's, it's, it's biological. It is physiological that when you eat a food and you're, you're serotonin, you feel good because you just worked out like that is going to directly lead into you feeling better about your body and wanting to have sex. So stop eating all the talk about. All right. So, uh, let's get into some emails in a second, but first let's give a shout out to our sponsors because we love you. We're back. You know, that I love my magic wand rechargeable. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. It's from Vibratex. And that's a great company. But they also have another great toy to try in 2016. This is the Rabbit Habit Original Deluxe. So this is the rabbit that gave rise to the to the habit of people using the mm-hmm. rabbit, like when it was on Sex and the City. And it started it all, and a lot of people have imitated it. But they've never equaled it. And they've even just improved it, the Rabbit Habit. It's the Deluxe by Vibratex. It has the highest, most satisfying level of satisfaction and use yet it's smoother it's silent it's more powerful than ever has a perfect body fit have you seen the original rabbit it has a rotating shaft mm-hmm. it has these turning beads in it uh-huh. and um, beneath these body safe materials it transfers them so you put it inside you and then you've got these all the you got vibrations you got beads going around because the inner two-thirds of the vagina is super sensitive it has motion control you can control the ears separately so it hits your mm-hmm. clitoris so it's like a whole clitoral g-spot party barbecue good time so get one for yourself now the rabbit habit original deluxe from vibratex american company that's making pleasure pieces for 30 years go to vibratex.com all right everyone emails thanks for emailing me feedback at sexwithemily.com you can also oh so easy on our website we have an ask emily button and it's you can just send it right there write your email Send it to us. Love it. I love it. New feature also, leave a leave us a voicemail message. We'll be playing them on the show. 818-ASK-SWE1. Ask Sex with Emily 1. Uh, or 818-275-7931. And as always, you can follow us on all the social. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Sex right. with Emily. Okay. Hey, Dr. Emily. I've been happily married for 10 years now, and I've enjoyed great sex with my wife. Recently, we've brought up the subject of having a threesome. Either male, female, female, or male, female, male. It's been hot to talk about and even suggest certain friends we'd like to do it with. I know she'd done the two woman and a guy thing before, but one night recently, recently during one of these talks, she admitted that she'd done a three-way with two guys in a previous relationship. What? With an ex and his best friend multiple times and even a full-on two couples romp. I'm not 
not a jealous guy, and I knew she was more sexually experienced than I was, but this is really getting to me, and it shouldn't. Love my wife, and in no way view her differently or in a shameful way, but I can't get the image of my I wife know. being spit-roasted between <laughs> her ex and his friend out of my head. Any advice on how to get over this? Oh, man, that is such also, mental torture. How would you handle this That's from her like, perspective? I love the show. Love you. You rock. There's just, Dan, there's I There's just know. some things you just don't share with guys because guys can't get that it's image out so of their head. It's so true. Well, okay. Here's what I got to say about that. In many relationships, your partner, man or, man or woman, man, man, woman, woman, they, they might actually get off on your past. They might be like, wow, tell me about that time you had a threesome mm-hmm. when we're having sex. That's hot. So it's not always, but what I recommend is that you, Why before risk you, <laughs> no, no, or you just say, hey, do you really want to hear about my past? Like before you, but just then you say yes, that, but then when you hear it, then you can't get it out of your That's true. Mind. You are running the risk of your partner thinking uh-huh. about all the penises that have been inside your vagina yep. staring at you or all the dicks or all that you've, yeah, whatever. Well, here's the thing that I can say to you All too. the vaginas. Think about all the nasty shit that you've done in your life that you haven't shared with her. You know? Just think about it. He says he's not as advanced as she is. Yeah, but come on, dude. There's been a moment in your life that you did something that you don't want to share with her. Right. That's true. And then you're just going to have to go with that when you when you think about this. Right. Because I know, again, once you hear it, you can't ever not no, think about it. No, he can't get yeah. that mental image of his wife's past uh-huh. threesomes out of, his, out of his head. So you so, got to counteract that with some messed up ish that you did back in your no because she probably doesn't have the same issue it's not that i just say that you guys should not be having a threesome right now because it started because they want to have a threesome Mm. and i think you guys should kind of you if you really can't get this image on your head then you got to work at making your sex really hot right now so you know you're fine when it was an image of your wife with an unnamed male and other woman it's only when the penises and the names were brought into the Mm. mix that you're uncomfortable so what does that say to you about your brain and the way it works like was it too many details for you like there's a reason why you're holding on to this and maybe you feel like you won't compare or maybe you just are like god she had this experience without me that's why uh, again like yeah i i agree with men is that just err on the side of no details and in fact in most of my relationships i i have not shared details so again work on making your present life like so hot and explorative and amazing and exciting that that the reality of the sex you're having with your wife now can just completely eclipse whatever she's done in the past that you're obsessing. You know, you can say, babe, let's get together and like make a bucket list. Like let's each write down five things you want to try this year. I mean, it can be a game. I mean, this can be fun for you guys to like, cause it sounds like you're both really adventurous and um, you know, keep talking about other things. But I think a threesome right now could trigger you thinking about the other things and just don't do it. So that's what I suggest for you. Hi, Emily. I just recently listened to your podcast during work. Yeah, IT desk jobs get real slow and your show gets my mind going. I'm learning so much, by the way, thank you. But to my question, I'm kind of at the start of a new relationship. I say kind of because I've dated this guy before, twice. This would be round three. We've been very open this time of what we want, whether we actually want each other or if we're lonely, everything. There's a whole other story, but my question is about sexual health with him. After dating him two years ago, found out I had HPV. I know guys don't show signs, but I was fine at my annual pap before dating him monogamously. My HPV is cleared up now, but is there any way I get it from him again? Help, Gail, 26, from New Jersey. Okay, Gail, I'm so glad you asked because I think a lot of people have questions about HPV. Very Mm -hmm. confusing. Like, everyone's has HPV. Is that true? But here's the thing. Women can carry the virus for years and have no symptoms. 
and it shows up on pap smear. So you don't necessarily know that you didn't have it before him, even if you had a clean pap before you met, before you started dating him. So don't blame it on him because we don't know for sure. What you do need to do is talk to him about it and he could see a doctor because he could have gotten it from you or vice versa, even if he doesn't show signs. You're both 26. I mean, it's true the HPV vaccine, like you're you're not supposed to give it to people after 26. Some doctors might, but they say it's only legalized by the drug manufacturers to, the, to give the vaccination until you're 26. Um, but you can't pass the same strain back and forth. You could still catch other kinds from each other. So, you know, depending on the kind you had, it could come back. So just get checked regularly talk to him about it get your pap smears every six months and it's not the end of the world as long as you're staying on top of it making sure it doesn't advance yeah and then right now uh you can get a preventative preventative yeah shot right up until 26 although they are there are some places where you could get a little older i mean it's because the drug companies only Mm -hmm. approved it for use till you're 26 years old but you might be able to get it some places. Yeah, older, but, but also I'm just putting that out there for anybody that is younger, younger. listening. Go yeah, ahead get the and vaccine. You've nothing to worry about. Nothing, nothing to lose. Nothing yeah. lose. But it's also not the end of the world if you have HPV. Okay, hi Emily. I'm having a little trouble giving my girlfriend of a year an orgasm. She oh, no. can get herself off pretty easily when she's on top, despite the fact we really hot, passionate for playing sex. I just can't seem to give her the big O, either with prolonged oral and massage or penetration. She seems like she's almost there sometimes, but she can't let herself go with it. I've never had this problem with any of my exes. They were able to orgasm with me multiple times during sex. My current girlfriend has told me she's only orgasmed a few times from penetration, except for when she's on top. It's driving me insane with frustration. I'm considering leaving her over it, despite the fact I love her and want to have a baby with her. But I don't think I can take the feeling of failure much longer or even worse on a permanent basis. Please give me some advice. Thanks, Christopher. Uh, Christopher, I'm so glad you emailed because Jesus, this is something like, oh, you love this woman. You want to have a baby with her. And you're thinking because she can only have an orgasm on top that you're not necessarily giving her an orgasm and there's something wrong with your sex life. You are so mistaken here. Okay, Christopher, let me tell you this. Every woman is dinner, different dinner. Vaginas are like snowflakes. Okay. Every woman's going to orgasm different because all your partners in the past were able to orgasm easily. But let's be honest, some of them may have putting on a show. I mean, I'm just saying every time they had multiple orgasms, um, they need something different to reach the big O. What do you think, Menace, about orgasms and women? Like, he's all tripped uh, out because he can't do it. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy no, but, at all. Right. But are you going to leave someone because you love them because she can only have an orgasm one way? No. He's thinking he's not in charge. Listen, it is not your job to give her an orgasm. The fact that she can have an orgasm is great, but like mm-hmm. it it's her responsibility. And just like you coming is your responsibility, it it's hers. And it sounds like she gets on top, she grinds against your penis, and she uh-huh. has an orgasm. I'm not sure what your problem is with this. Like you say it's your ego and you're feeling like you're failing. I mean, well, have you talked to her about it? She probably doesn't feel like you're failing. You know, I'm just really like the fact that you're thinking like you want to dump this woman. You know, a lot of women can't orgasm from oral sex. A lot of women can't orgasm from fingers. And a lot of women have one go-to position. Mm-hmm. Right, Vince, have you found that when you're with a woman, you twist yeah, her around yeah. and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, she's, you know, I don't know what. She's on all fours and she has an orgasm, but no other way can she. Any woman you're with in the future is going to need something different. No two women will orgasm the same. And if there's a deal Unfortunately, breaker for you. Unfortunately, we wish as guys that, you know. 
they could, <laughs> but it, they're all different. I know. All different. It's true. So um, I think that, first of all, I don't know if you've talked to her about it, but like, let her know what you're feeling because she'll soon clue you in on how much she's enjoying the sex. So I think you're tripping. Tripping too much in your head here, Tripping, buddy. son. Tripping. Stop the tripping. Chill. Okay. We got another email. Emily. Notice that when my boyfriend and I orgasm at the same time, which... Uh-huh. Good yes. for you. The condom sometimes comes off and stays inside me. Oh, no. What causes this? And is it something that I should worry about? It's the... like my vaginal muscles squeeze it off. When this <laughs> happens, it makes me nervous because it seems like maybe it's more possible to become pregnant. Is this true? What can I do to prevent it from happening? Thanks, Laura Tempe, Arizona. Well, no, like um, the penis after he orgasms shrinks. It gets smaller and then he falls out. Yeah. I mean, okay, but wait, wait. You're, mm. Yes, it's true. So you got to pull that condom off right away. And yes, like, if it's inside you, the the, the semen can seep as, out and get you pregnant. As a man, I'm going to tell you, like, guys are super into sex, love it. That's all they're thinking about. And then the moment they orgasm, they could say goodbye and see you later and go to bed. The, two seconds later, they're immediately disinterested. It's actually painful to they keep the penis inside of a, a woman right. so uh, like two seconds longer than orgasming. I mean, guys will fight I know, through guys it. are so done. Yeah, but so they sad. are immediately done. I just want to yeah. Done. And I they just didn't want, want no piece of it. So sad. I, my friend was telling me this image. I don't want to talk after so either. sad. But I just he, want to roll over and go to bed. I know. He had this image of every time yeah. he has sex with a woman, he's like, I wish that the floor would just come and <laughs> yeah. Like she's gone. It's a trap door. A trap door. But I mean, I want you she to come through. back, but just come a trap back like door. in the morning. But like yeah, trap yeah. door, you're gone. I can't. Yeah. Um, which is so disturbing, but, but probably it's true. The, it's the truth. In this but it's happening, because but your it's oxytocin spice yeah. and then it dives, and then you want to go to bed immediately. Yeah, I get it. Okay, here's what you got. Your penis raising. shrinks. The whole thing. You can get pregnant if you're not on birth control. I think there's two things. A few things going on here. He might need a bigger, uh, a, a a different condom, either bigger or smaller. It sounds like this condom is not fitting him. I love skin condoms. S K Y N. They have a lot of different condoms, sizes, shapes. They feel really good. But let's be clear, um, it's not coming off just when you have, you know, simultaneous orgasms. Because she's talking about squeezing her muscles and she means mm-hmm. she's doing like a kegel around his penis. It's the way he's removing the condom. So what you have to do is, if he's still inside you, he's got to reach in or you can. And he grabs, like, he can reach in and grab the tip of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. like pull it out, like, right away. Like at the base of, you know, he's like reach down, hold the condom around the base of his penis while he removes it and he pulls it out like right away if this is happening. But I think it could be have to do with the condom brands as well. And um, try to just relax your vaginal muscles when this is happening and he pulls it out because yes, you could get pregnant. I don't want that to happen. So, mm. and people think that condoms, like they get used to, they get like really into their brand and their kind. There's just so many different out there now that you got to play around with it. But yes, I'm glad you asked this because this condoms falling out never never fine you probably had condoms fall out yes so not fun no talk about a buzz cut. i mean you gotta talk about wanting to sleep it's weird that it happens almost immediately though and every time so clearly yeah. it's 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 Something, the condom issue yeah, yeah. it's the extraction removal so yeah that's what that's what i gotta say but to I, you i have to sit Laura. there for a good 10 minutes before it falls off what before you get soft again you mean? yeah yeah i mean that software would fall off right right what it That's takes after you come. Yeah, yeah. Like some guys just right away. Right. Mm-hmm. Just take it out right away. I mean, I know it feels good. Like Shrinkage. I was in the pool. We'll do another one. Okay, we got another Spectre email. Man. 
Yeah. Dear Emily, my name is Steven. I'm 26 and I'm from Connecticut. I'm a new listener and love the podcast. It's awesome. I'm also engaged to my beautiful fiance. Our hey. sex is amazing. We've played games and used only cock rings. I would really like for her to listen to your podcast. It is educational and always has new and exciting ways to enhance relationships. Well, hello, if you're not already listening. If yeah. you are, welcome. My question is, to how do I get ask her to listen to your podcast without her taking it as an insult on our sex life? I don't want her to get the impression that I'm unhappy sexually. Thanks for your time. Sincerely, Stephen. That is such a good question. I'm so glad you asked this because, Stephen... Um, a lot of couples actually do listen to this show together because I... On road I, trips and stuff. Well, yeah, on a road trip, you're listening to it. And as you, you know, Stephen, I'm not like saying like it's, it's, it's entertaining and it's, you know, sex information and men and women equally listen. And a lot of couples do have a hard time like talking about sex so they can listen to it together. So just say, um, I would just tell them that like you're really into podcasts. They're so fun. And there's this one, they say, it's so funny. All my friends are talking about this one sex with Emily. And I started listening to it and I get turned on listening to it, thinking about you um, and all these fun things that we could do. Like I know our sex is hot, but like, let's just, let's just listen to it together next time we're uh, on a road trip or, you know, you should listen. It's really fun. Like everyone's talking about it. Boom, it's entertainment. It's a podcast. That's it. Not that we're having bed sex. Just say it's really funny, like about relationships. And it's, I just think we should listen together because, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, get turned on. What do you think? What do you, what would you say to Romanis to get your girlfriend to listen to something? To listen, to listen to the podcast. I mean, just player this part right here. <laughs> say, yeah. hey, I got really into this podcast. It's not a perverted sex show. Uh, you know, it's a sex show for real people. Right. Just have conversations and just play her this part yeah. right here and say, hey, look, they gave you a shout out and we're talking about it. Yeah, exactly. And I would just say that um, tell her that like, it makes you think like how hot she is and how much you want to have sex with her. And like, it's really it's, fun, too. It's all about really what he's emailing in. Communication. Is, well, not even just communication, how to make her more happy. Right. That's all it is. Well, that's the other thing you could say. That's we're getting. You know, we could also show. say is I get say I'm concerned because what she talks about. You could also say I. She talks a lot about we're getting married. I love you. You're beautiful. We have great sex. And I was listening to this podcast and she was talking about how so many couples get married and they stop having sex. And they talk about I'm terrified that happens because I freaking love our sex life. Let's listen together. Lots of ways like that. I mean, just yeah. And if you are in a couple and you're listening, like I'm just you know, or you're not listening with your partner again i'm kind of like that third party where maybe you've been wanting to tell your partner something but you can't so just uh, have a listen a lot of couples tell me they're on road trips and they listen together and it just makes me really happy <laughs> makes me really happy okay um we got another email all right one more do it hi emily mj here i'm a 31 year old female northeast florida all I've been right, listening MJ. since April, mm -hmm. and I love your podcast. Thank you. My boyfriend and I have been together for over three years. He has recently been reassigned a job in a city that's four hours away. We used to have sex three to five times a week when he lived in town, and now it's only a few times when we see each other on our once-a-month trips of him coming here or me going there. Mm -hmm. There's a plan for me to move up with him soon. Cool. The past masturbation may... Uh -huh. My favorite month. I dabbled a little with anal toys. Oh, hey. I got a beginner set of beads and plugs. What a great time, wow. though, to dabble in butt yeah. plugs. Masturbation May. It's I'm been sure great solo fun. Well, no, it was solo. 
uh-huh. butt play when she was masturbating, which cool. I recommend. Cool, but that's just opening the back door. Right. She Dude. says, my boyfriend and I have had plenty of anal sex, and I've loved it. Here's my question. How do I bring it up that I want him to put an anal toy in my butt before during sex? Note, toys aren't new to us in the bedroom. I have to have my vibrator in order to orgasm during sex, and he's totally fine with it. Thanks for your awesome tips, MJ. MJ, he's your man. Okay, I can understand yeah. if your guy is like never seen a toy and you want to. Da, da, da. We've had those many of those emails, but your guy's on board. He's already on board with anal sex, so he's fine with the anus. He's fine with you using toys to orgasm, and mm-hmm. and you've had great sex. I would just say, hey, just put it in there. Just be babe. God, guess what? Since you've been gone, I've been keeping myself busy, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. Would you put this inside me when we're having sex, dude? He's gonna lose his mind. He's not gonna judge you or think it's weird at he's all. Love it. I think like you know, you're using a toy in the front. You got a booty butt plug in the in your booty <laughs> this sounds like a party um i think he's gonna want to put it in for you i i'm really not worried about it. i think that you're overthinking in your head that this could be the one thing that he's gonna be like no no, no butt plugs but it sounds like he's super open I mean, you great sex i think a majority of men would enjoy that and yeah. welcome it yeah but remember use lots of lube i think also that your long distance how awesome that when you are in a long distance relationship that you can start to get excited for those weekends and plan fun things. I'd say butt plug is a great plan for this next weekend. Call it the weekend butt plugs. I'm not worried about your guy. I mean, seriously, be like, babe, I went shopping. Look yeah. what I got. This is so hot. I used it while masturbating. But I, and the whole time I was masturbating with this butt plug in my butt, I was thinking about having sex with you and how great that would feel. So would you please put this in my ass? Yeah. Done. MJ, I love you. Love your sex life. MJ's Sounds awesome. great. MJ's great. Send photos. Send Sex photos to Menace of uh, no. your butt plug. Um, and we've got lots of butt plugs on our site. Check Feedback. out our store. Feedback at Sex with Menace. Um, no. Yeah, that's what you should do. So that's that's what we got time for today, yo. It Menace. was great seeing you. See I you love hearing from the people, all the emails. Please keep them coming. Keep coming. Keep uh, messaging go. us. If you haven't, go to sexwithemily.com and check it's out the site. It's a fun place to be. It's great. Right. And also, um, our listener who said, how do I get to listen to your podcast? You could also check out the website, too. See if Mm -hmm. she likes to read. That might be a little different. I don't know what. You'll find it. You'll figure it out. But it is a great. And if you love this podcast, it would also great share it with a friend. Tell them about it. Everyone would love it. Most people in the planet need a little bit of sex and relationship information because it's constantly getting better. Mm -hmm. Love you, Menace. Uh, Thank you to my amazing team, Madison, Lori, Jamie. Um, I love you all. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, guys, listen to me. I know some of you tune out every time you hear me talk about Kegel exercises. Well, guess what? You're making a mistake. Kegel exercises are not just for women. Try something for me now, guys. Tighten up the muscles you'd use if you wanted to stop the flow of urine. Congratulations! You just did a Kegel exercise. And doing these regularly can make an impact on your sex life. Kegel exercises can help you have stronger erections, better stamina, and more intense orgasms. You'll be blown away, literally, by the difference Kegels can make in your life. To make Kegel exercises that much easier to get into, I created Kegel Camp. It's an app that trains you, reminds you, and tracks your progress along the path to Kegels of Steel. And because I know you're competitive, I created 20 levels of intensity for you to work through. So 
you up for the challenge, guys. Download Kegel Camp for your, from your iPhone today and tell me about your progress at feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can get Kegel Camp from the iTunes store or by going to sexwithemily.com and clicking on the Kegel Camp banner. See you at camp.